94 co-host here Marshall Hamilton o'clock in the podcast co-host Austin Hamilton here like you said episode 94 we are back live not actually live but right now we're live (laughs) it's live to be here right right but we're excited for this one you know we always want to add value have fun (coughs) provide some good vibrations for for the audience and uh, yeah, hopefully you all learn something, laugh. You might cry. I don't know. It could go that way. It could go that way. We're not, we're not making no one cry today. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we had some tears on the, on the pod once. Yeah, once, yeah. Right? I'm talking about, you know, our message. <laughs> our message. I'm just playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, episode 10. Go ahead and check it out. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all should. That should probably be the first episode people listen to. 
too, especially if they're uh, if they're in the, the Hooper community. But yes, it's great to be back. Uh, it's way too cold outside, though. Man, what? It's way too cold outside. Um, you know, it's too cold when you immediately just start getting ashy. Like I just put lotion on. <laughs> I went outside for two seconds and I had to reapply. Yeah, no, it's uh, yeah the the, the our people. For those who don't know, who may be new listeners, we're uh, we're, we're black. We're not built for this. <laughs> Especially as dark skin brothers, we're not, we're not built for this. Hey, no, this is cold for me. Nobody, I'm actually out here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a uh, yeah. It's 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 definitely um, chapped lip and ashy elbow and ankle season. So and I be having I be having the ankles out too. So I gotta. I gotta put the Vaseline on. <laughs> I can't. I can't just put on the regular lotion. Yeah. It's gotta be Vaseline. Carmex, Vaseline. Carmex don't really work for me. Actually, I think it does. I think it makes it worse. I don't really ride with Carmex. Nah. Yeah. Even the chap. On, even on, the chapstick. I got you. What you got? Zoom in on this knee. Yeah. There you go. See that right there? The cocoa butter. The guy be the cocoa butter though. Not too long because they're not paying us. Yeah, you're right, you're right. right. Speaking we, of paying, yeah, 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 yeah. We got to get into this paying. Yeah. So, um, shout out to Echo Underwood, who's with Rista Real Estate. You can see her uh, wristband and her koozie right there if you're uh, watching the YouTube. But um, she is a real estate agent who's registered in Virginia. We need, um, we need to call Echo, uh, check in with her. We don't have to do that now. Yeah, but. yeah we'll. Yeah, we got to do that. One of these episodes. But, uh, yeah, she she uh, is registered in Virginia. One of the things I, I love about her is, you know, she practices what she preaches, right? There are real estate agents who are trying to get you to buy a house, but they don't own a home, right? Not that that's necessarily a deal breaker, but she actually has three, <coughs> excuse me, three properties. Um, one that she resides in and two investment. And then obviously she helps people buy and sell homes and educates people on the market. So she kind of covers all the bases. Um, and she, on episode 56, we kind of get into her story, which is a really, really awesome story. Um, so shout out to Ico and uh, we appreciate your support. Appreciate you, Ico. <laughs> I don't know why I'm coughing like that. This is this weather, man. But uh, before we get into you know a few of the main topics, I feel like we got to talk about yesterday, man. Um, yeah, for those who have been listening to the pod... We'll keep it brief. Yeah, yeah, it'll be quick. Um, for those who have been listening to the pod um, for a little bit, you know, they, the, you guys know we, we play in this Lifetime Men's Basketball League, which is a really run league. They have leagues all over the, the nation. Um, you know, stats. Ultimate hoops. Um, you, know, you know, official jerseys, legitimate refs. Like, it's the real deal, right? And we've been playing in it for the last two years, mainly. Um, we've had a lot of success in the league. Um, we have won three straight championships. And uh, on a quest Clock for in. our fourth, tomorrow, actually tomorrow's championship game. <coughs> Excuse me, but uh, the regular season was really bumpy. It's actually been our worst regular season ever. Um, we were four and four. And, um, yeah, we went into the playoffs, you know, kind of trying to just get back on track. But um, Austin and I made a declaration going into the playoffs. You know, we live together right now. We, You know, we talk just randomly about stuff. And 
um, we were like, yeah, we not only are trying to win, we're, we're trying to make a statement in the playoffs. So um, the first round game, we played against a team that, that we had beaten twice. Beat them by like 25 or something like that. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, and, then, and then yesterday in the semifinals, we played against the number one seed who we played in the last three championships. Um, good team. You know, we, we actually used to play with some of the guys on that team. And um, this is a lesson, man, that I think some people who are listening, especially that are Hoopers, can, can listen to. Uh, everything starts with, with, with energy and defense, man. And everything starts with energy and defense. And if you can uh, disrupt a, another team's offense, even if you're not the most talented offensive team, it's going to lead to easy points. It's going to, you know, um, uh, kind of break their will, and uh, and things will become a lot easier. And that's kind of what we did yesterday, man. We just – we were locked in defensively. Like, I, I don't think I've ever – uh, we've been locked in. We I don't think we've been locked in like that the whole game. Yeah, it's been very few games we've been we've been locked in defensively, like from the tip to the buzzer. Yeah, and um, we ended up winning by nineteen against uh, a good team. I mean, obviously they were the number one seed for a reason. Um, their only loss was to us in the regular season, but um, yeah, man, it was it was great energy. Um, we had a uh, our guy DP back who had missed some games, so shout out to DP. But I think the biggest thing that, that a lot of people say about us, and again, another lesson you guys can take to your, your teams and to your overall just uh, growth as a player, um, we don't really care whose night it is. And, you know, there's there really isn't any, any ego on our team. Um, we just want to win. And, and if that's what everyone's bought into, you'll be – Teams that are just as talented or more talented than you, um, you know, if you have that mindset. So I just wanted to talk about that because it was a, it was a pretty dominant win, man, and uh, it all started with defense. So, yeah, I don't really have much to say on it. Job's not done. We got one more tomorrow, so yep. hopefully we're uh, lifting up the trophy again. And yeah, man, it's fun, right? Like playing obviously with your brothers, some good friends, and. You know, family having the opportunity to come and watch and and, and be into it. Right. Uh, it's it's fun, man. So, shout out to BA, all those guys that run the lead. They do a great job. Yeah. And uh, you know their their motto is to never retire. So, it gives people that are, um, you know, not playing at a certain level, but still have that desire and, and yeah. hunger to play at a high level. So, we might shape them for. Go ahead, sorry. No, I was going to say, I appreciate them for providing, <clears throat> and Ultimate Hoops for providing the platform. No doubt, no doubt. Like, Mike Bibby's been playing in that league for years. I just seen a clip. Joe Johnson was playing in a in a, in a league game, like, like, yesterday or something like that. Oh, was he? Yeah, yeah. Darren Collison. Like yeah, a lot Collison. Of, a lot of NBA players that uh, either just retired or um, they've been out of the league, and they're just trying to, you know, uh, stay sharp. Like, Darren Collison, he – Played in that league and then ended up getting picked up by the the South Bay Lakers, which is the Lakers uh, G League team. So it's it's legit, man. And uh, like you said, it's 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 cool to play um, with you know with each other, obviously as brothers. But now that we're training and, and we're teaching kids stuff, um, 
it also kind of puts the accountability and responsibility on us to practice what we're preaching. So um, we'll be brief today. Again, this will be another uh, basketball specific episode. Again, that's the main demographic that we serve outside of our jobs. For those who don't know, we have a basketball training company called The Goods Basketball. And uh, it's, 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 a, it's the, uh, the peak of basketball season, right? And a lot of people come to us for advice on certain things. Um, and then there's just certain things that we don't have time to say or we probably shouldn't say to people to their face, right? So this is, a, this, this is another platform for us to get, send out certain messages that isn't Your kid sucks, all right? Your kid sucks. <laughs> I'm gonna say it. He's just, no, I'm kidding. I might get canceled. For that. Yeah, it's fine. I got us canceled a long time. So. Um, That's why we had this yeah. first content. Right, 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 right. For real. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we used to talk about whatever, whatever was on my heart, and then. Uh, oh Lord. Yeah. When it was on my heart, <laughs> not, not that it wasn't right, but. Oh, a lot of y'all weren't ready, weren't ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, to keep uh, to, to keep us going and to keep you know the Hamilton family from getting uh, death threats, <laughs> we, we, had to, we had to we had to switch the content yeah. and have a protest outside. Of, you know, to stop any protests from outside our our home. But um, anyways, uh, the first topic is uh, the importance of working out with other players and then we're going to also lump in um, and then just training on your own right is that what you meant by just 1v1 or did you mean like yeah. playing, or did you mean playing one on one no no one? I meant yeah training you know individual training got it right, right. yeah and it, this is especially during this time you know winter break um, seasons are kind of at a halt so there's some time to kind of keep your your tools sharp um, but even just outside of that, like a lot of parents, they, they want individuals, like, I just want one-on-one training. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. But there's so many benefits to training with a partner or even someone who's at a higher level of yeah. skill, you know, than, than that person. So, um, the message really is for parents to like, don't get so fixated on, I just, I just want the one-on-one coaching. Uh, I think I think that's important for him. Yeah, that's that's good. But basketball is a team game. You're going to be playing against a person in front of you. Yep. And you're going to get benefits from playing against someone uh, instead of cones, right? Like there's going to be live defense. Whether you're doing one-on-one, the competition of Whoever makes 10 first wins. Loser has to run. Right. The the communication part, <coughs> the leadership part of, hey, you should do this drill a certain way or you should do this move a certain way. So, again, there's just so many things that are beneficial to training with one to two to three people. Right? So, I, again, I'm, I'm encouraging parents to, like, don't don't get so locked in on I only need one you know, I just want this one-on-one time with, with a trainer. Like that's there's a time and a place for that, but I know for us, I don't know if we ever 
We I don't know if I ever trained with somebody like one on one. Nah, we never did one on one training. Part of it is because we're brothers and we're we're closer in age, so we were always together. But even like the kids who did, you know, just thinking about like when we would go to World Gate and, um, you know, the guy who we trained with, when we would see him training with, you know, someone, whether it's a guy or, you know, a girl who, uh, you know, was middle school, high school. None of those people really panned out like in the game, and it's not anything against him or or the the player, right? Um, you know, the trainer obviously knew what, what he was doing, but how many industries do you do you do stuff to simulate real life one on one with just like a one with just an instructor with just, with just an instructor? Um, martial arts, maybe at a certain degree, but I mean, look at our Look at our jobs. We're in sales, right? Before we before we get on a phone call or start doing stuff, we have mock calls, mock demos, mock interactions with either peers or 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 managers, right? Like, you know, he's in a job right now, and I have been in jobs where we got to cold call people. I can I can do this. All day, read a script out loud as, as many times as I want to, right? But if the first time I actually try that script is in a real life cold call, I'm gonna sound awful, and then I'm gonna connect. I'm not gonna know what to expect. I'm not gonna know how to handle objections. I'm not gonna know um, if a person says this. I'm not gonna know how to react, right? And it's the same thing in basketball. A lot of y'all are training with the trainer. <clears throat> and um, if possible, if I do do one-on-one training, I like to be involved, right? I like to defend them. I like to have them defend me because I want them to get used to that. But my point is a lot of y'all will, will train with a trainer who uses cones and equipment and, and so on and so forth. And then your first time testing out what they taught you is in a game. Maybe practice. But it's in a game. Um, it, it probably, yeah, it's probably the game or practice. And that's where the issue of not playing pickup comes into play. Yeah. And, and being able to test what you're learning in a live setting, right? Like train a girl, emphasis on ball handling and stuff like that. Well, you can look great in the drills, but... When somebody's guarding you, you turn the ball over or you're quick to pass it. Why? Because you haven't put yourself in that position, like you said, the real test of when I have somebody in front of me, like what? how do I react? Basketball is a very reactive game, right? What moves do I need to make to get by a defender? Yeah. And you can't simulate that with 55 cones or a chair. So... Again, the the message there is to <clears throat> encourage your child or whatever um, to just to work with other people. But it's it's also like, I mean, it's a relationship thing too. And then when you're looking, like I know for me, if I know somebody who has better footwork than me, like it's it's a lot better to study it live. And I can watch it live. And ask questions. and Like, as a trainer, yeah. if I know, if I have somebody at a certain skill level, it might be higher than the other player. 
I'm saying, hey, Connor, um, can you show him how to do this in and out cross? Exactly. Like, because, watch Connor. Because if you do it, it's not relatable. Well, you're Austin Hamilton, you're a right. trainer. So, of course, you you know, you can do it. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's really what I wanted to talk, you know, touch on because I get a lot of, um, hey, we, we really need this one on one, you know, training. Uh, I think it would be beneficial. Um, and then, like, sometimes even parents get to, like, kind of the certain learning needs or whatever, which I understand, but it's like, well, if you want to play basketball, you got to be able to interact with people. If you want to be, <laughs> if you want to be if you successful want to good, in life and do anything. Yeah. But especially basketball is a very communicative, you know, sport. And honestly, what we've talked about is probably the number one disconnect between trainers, coaches, and parents and this is what I mean a trainer sees how their player looks in drills right the parent may see how they look you know on their own or when they're working with the trainer <clears throat> and then the coach sees how that player looks in practice which typically isn't the same as what they look like with that trainer or parent or maybe they look okay in practice but when they get in the game, they don't look the way they look in practice. So this, what he's talking about as far as having game simulation, uh, real-life competition against someone who's at your level or, or better can help transition from one phase to the next, right? And then obviously playing pickup, but if you don't have the opportunity to play pickup, one-on-one um, -on -one is is one-on-one, two-on-two, three-on-three, it's a great way to simulate it. Um, because, again, look at look at anything, man. Like, I mean, I look at basketball this way, you know, maybe because I'm sick. But it's a battle, man. Like, it really is. I mean, that's how I look at it. Like, it's... In what way? Like, two teams trying to beat each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, it's yeah, a battle. Yeah. This isn't some, like, oh, we're just going to go on the court... It may not be football. It may not be, you know, hockey where you're physically, like, trying to hurt somebody. But it's a battle, right? And if you look at any military, they go through a ton of simulation. If you go cops, they go through simulation, right? Like, the, that, 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 <coughs> that opponent is trying to destroy you. They're trying to embarrass you. They're, they're trying to, to, to win, Right? And that's the perspective that I, that, that I feel like a lot of people, they forget. I know we're nicer these days and stuff like that. But, you know, if you if 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 players, if they master things in training sessions against competition and then they talk to the coach and they understand what their role is. And they execute that in practice, then they're more likely to execute in the game. The other problem is. A lot of trainers don't talk to coaches or parents don't talk to coaches about what that person's role is. Like, I hit up, if I have the coach's number, hey, wh what does this guy do in your offense? Yeah. Right? Um, ask, I'll ask, the, you know, if he's old enough or he can understand. Like, what is your role on the team? Like, where do you catch the ball on offense? What types, when they're running sets, what are you doing? Because what, here's what type why. of shots are you attempting in practice? Exactly. And and being successful at. Exactly. Because we all know in a practice, 
if you shoot a certain shot, the coach is going to be like, I've never seen you take that shot. Why the heck are you shooting that? And, and if you do that in the game, then that's, it's even worse. And here's the thing. And it, again, another, you didn't do it in practice. Another disconnect. Here's, and this is, what, this is where the disconnect comes from. Even if you can make that shot, right? Because here's what happens as a player. I've been there, you know, as a parent or trainer. I've seen him make that shot a bunch of times. He just took a, you know, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's his shot. And uh, he's getting pulled or he's getting yelled at. And then now they have beef with the coach. Well, go to the coach. Hey, like, I'm curious. Why did you get upset with him about whatever? Or her about, you know, him taking that shot or her taking that shot? He may say he is never, she's never tr- taken that shot in practice. Because you got to remember, the coach isn't at your training session. No. So he, he or she's going off of what they see in practice and in the games. And uh, that's another thing as far as trainers. Like, and I see this at the highest level. It's like, why, are, why is Rudy Gobert working on an in-and-out crossover behind the back step back three? Would he ever shoot that? Because it looks good. Game. So, like, we got to be realistic of, and it's also realistic of, like, what are you going to do in the game? Because I know for me, I can do any move out there, right? I'm not doing that in the game. One, because I don't have to. You don't have to, yeah. And two, when you're in a certain situation, right, it doesn't warrant a certain move or like a counter yeah. based on the offense that you're running. Right. If I'm in a, if I'm in an offense where I'm coming off, you know, a lot of off the ball screens or like even pick and roll, then I'm not really doing a bunch of one on one moves to score. Right? So like we we all, as trainers we gotta dumb down and just simplify. And I know it's boring. Yeah. But go watch Michael Jordan. And, and I'm not talking about his highlights. Go watch a game. Go watch Kobe Bryant. Larry Larry Bird. The way they scored was boring. Watch Kevin Durant. Kevin they had Durant. highlights, sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, every that? once in a while. But how many highlights of a game are you getting? Two. Watch Kevin Durant today. It's all catch, one dribble, pull-up shot. You may do a crossover, setback. Like, seriously. Like, I don't... I'm not the fanciest guy out there. I can be if I need to. Yeah. But... Yeah, man, it's it's there's just a lot of unnecessary things that trainers do, and then these kids and players buy into that ultimately affects how they play, um, and it's and it's not the right way. I'm training a ten year old kid um, who has a lot of potential, and you know if they're in season, I ask them how the game go. Yeah, it went well or it didn't go well. Did you guys? First thing I ask is, did you guys win? Because that's what I care about. Like, did you guys win? No, yes or no, whatever. <clears throat> How did you do? Uh, I played like X, Y, and Z. So I asked this kid on um, on Sunday, uh, you know, how the game went, and he was like, you know, we lost. Um, how'd you do? He was like, I did okay, but I I kept turning the ball over when I was trying to drive. Um, uh, drive to the basket. I'm like, well, what happened? Were you getting by the first man, and then, you know, help came, and then you, you like, you know, you lost the ball, or they took it from you, and he was like, yeah. So what did we work on for like 20 minutes? 
him in a triple depth position on the wing on the three point line, getting by his man. I I'm playing the d- dummy help defender, and instead of him driving all the way to the rim, we worked on floaters. Why? Because that's what he was working on in the game. Another thing he struggled with was handling pressure. And I said, you may have even been here when I was doing this. Yeah, I think I saw him. But there were, literally for like 15 minutes, we worked on if someone is pressuring you in triple threat, how do you handle it? How do you pivot? And he didn't know how to pivot. Mm. Right? He didn't know how to pivot, you know, cross step, protect the ball, you know, lean into the guy to, to create some space. He literally would do what most kids do, put the ball above his head and lean back. Right? So... The thing is, the difference between winning and losing is not this stuff. It's, we were playing a game yesterday, right? And, uh, you know, it, this happens when you're up a lot. But, you know, there was possessions, including myself, where, you know, they were pressing and I turned the ball over, right? Um, for the most part, we handled the press well. But... Knowing how to make, like, we, you know, we do basic stuff like overhead passes, um, ball fake, step, bounce pass with, with your offhand. If you watch a college, high school game or any game, those are the passes you make in presses, right? So my point is, what I did with that kid was very, it was very boring. Very boring. L- literally 15 minutes. And then the other part was how to handle pressure, when, you know, off the dribble, right? Because most that's kids, o- they, that's okay. Yeah, and I, exactly. And and again, as trainers, we have to know what are you struggling struggling with in game. And when we identify that, we're gonna work on it. Like I'm not if I see that, like you said, if I see that you can't handle the press, or um, you know you're may not be shooting that well from the corner, we're working on that the next day. It's that simple. Like, we're not about to be doing a million moves with a bunch of cones. No, like, we have to be better teachers of the game, but also situational teachers of the game. So, parents, you're you're looking for different trainers, and they may have a lot of cool content and stuff like that, which is great, but do you know how to break a press? Do you know what pass to make? In a two-three zone, do you know how to beat uh, a two-three zone? Do you know how to make uh, certain reads off a ball screen? If these trainers aren't teaching you that, because we're we're coaches too. Yeah, exactly. Like um, I, I've been, I've been saying, I, I've been shying away from the coach title, but we're coaches too. Like we we that's just that yeah. we're a part of the, the that coaching and, and I don't even really like the the term trainer as much yeah. we're teachers of the game that's how I look at it we're teachers of the game and that's and that's always the most important thing obviously we want to get your skills you know better and and and, and hone but at the end of the day the best players in, in the history of the game know how to play the game how many players in the NBA or you know, at any level, are just crazy talented, but they don't know how to play. See it all LeBron even said it. I think it was LeBron in like one of his shop episodes. He's like, "You'd be surprised at how many people like actually know how to play the game of basketball." A lot of a lot of these people, they they don't at that level. They don't, and you can see it. Yeah, you, you, you know, can see it. 
And, and, the, and the other thing that I wanted to say when it comes to um, something you mentioned when you were like, what types of shots do you take um, uh, in, in the flow of your offense? Here's the reality, parents and players and trainers. You don't have any say in your team's offense in choosing what type of offense that you're going to play in until you're choosing the college you're going to go to. That's just the reality of it. Your youth coaches have an offense. Your AAU coaches have an offense. Your middle school, high school team, they have an offense. And they're not – it's rare. I mean, maybe – Some AAU uh, teams don't got no they offense. They don't have no offense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But they – Probably most of them yeah, got no yeah. And, but, but, and that's, that's, that's part of the problem, too. Like, you know, they get to high school or, or other, you know, organized basketball, and then they don't know what to do. But anyways, my point is you don't have control – over, you know, the offensive concepts your coach has. You may get you may become talented enough, or you may be talented enough to they to the point where they revolve it around you. That's that'll happen to some of you. It won't happen for most of you. So my point is you have to figure out how to maximize um, you know, your role in your team's offense. And if you maximize it in high school, you may, when you're choosing a college, if you're if you're fortunate enough to, you may already, you may even, it'll make your college choice easier. Or if you're transferring, if you want to transfer to from one high school to the next, right? All right, you, I know that I thrive in a dribble drive offense or a pick and roll based offense or a you know uh, a flex offense, right? If you know that, then guess what? That'll make your college choice easier. So. You know, you got to be you got to be realistic about that. Like you don't have control over the offense. You have control over your role in the, of, of you can increase your role in the offense um, depending on, you know, how you perform and, and, and different things like that. But um, this podcast is being brought to you by Ico Underwood with Arista Real Estate. Ico with a Virginia native marine veteran and a real estate professional who recognizes and values the trust her clients place in her and strives every day to exceed their expectation. Ico's enthusiastic can-do attitude and caring nature is ideal for identifying each client's desires and skillfully guiding them to fulfill their real estate goals. Whether you're a first-time home buyer, long-time homeowner looking to sell, or anything in between, Ico Underwood with Arista Real Estate can help you with your real estate needs. When you're, when you're training with your trainers or working out on your own or working out with other people, you need to take those types of shots. Like, and then also in relationships, we had my boy uh, Crump, his name's Keith Crump, but I call him Crump, on a couple episodes ago. Um, he's best friends with, uh, uh, you know, another college friend of mine who was a walk-on named Sophion Bernouk. And... They didn't just become friends because they are close because they uh, live next to each other in, in the dorms and he walked on. They worked out together all the freaking time. Late night, you know, in between classes, they were, they, and, 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 and Soph, you know, even though he wasn't as good as Crump, like he was constantly trying to motivate him and he was pushing him with his work ethic, mm-hmm. right? And now Soph is... A very well-known, you know, social media content creator, right? 
And um, guess who he decides to partner with when he opens up a restaurant and does these other things with his brand, which has been growing, is Crump. Right? Now, is it just Crump because he likes him and he's a good guy? I mean, that probably plays a part in it, but no, they've been in the trenches together. So, like, here's what you guys can do. You know, we talked about working out with other people. Well, you know, unfortunately, we have to spoon-fed inf information to, to these these kids these days. Like, they don't try to find out stuff on their own. Um, that's a whole other topic, and it's not really their fault. But my point is... Yeah, I was going to say, I, uh, I wouldn't be blaming the, the kids. Yeah, it's not their fault. But <laughs> uh, there's what Austin and I used to do. Obviously, we lived together, so it was that was a given. But, you know, going into my senior year, we would text Isaac Johnson, Jonathan Beltran, um, you know, people who... Uh, you know, had access and were members to the gym we were at that were on our team. And also had cars. And had cars, <laughs> yeah, that was a big one. Jonathan could walk. We ain't, we ain't drive, so. Jonathan could walk. But we would, in the off season, we'd, we'd link up at Rollgate. And then, it's funny, like, me and you would pretty much, like, run the workout to a degree. Like, hey, we're mm -hmm. about to literally, you know, we start out, like, the volleyball line. We're going to go downhill, make a move to the three-point line, lay up. We choose, we'd all choose a move, whatever, mm -hmm. then into a jumper. Then we get in, get shots up. Like, we did that. Um, on our own. On our own. No Co trainer. No trainer. Um, in college, Austin and I, you know, obviously we would work out together, but we hit up Errol Robinson. Um, and sometimes Scotty Reynolds would, 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 would train with us. Um, you know, we were looking for guys who had a similar work ethic to, to – you know, and that, you know, preferably were better than us to work out with. So, and I, hope, I, have, I have to, I have to say this because I think a lot of uh, people that have, have had success in, in basketball, you got to get back, man. You, you know, you mentioned some names that we looked up to and grateful, forever grateful for them giving back and, and teaching us some things, but if you have had success in the game, like individual success, um, you know, you, you got to be able to give that give that back because eventually the game's going to be done for you. And, you know, I, I think that's just kind of how life works, man. It comes it comes full circle. So yeah. I, 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 the, the message is don't be so um, be Hollywood. Man. Yeah, don't don't be so Hollywood or just nah. I'm I'm t I'm chilling, man. I'm I'm cool off that. Like, nah, man. If somebody reaches out to you, or you even see that kid has some potential, hey, just invite him to a workout. Yeah. Right. Like, give him a few pointers on, you know, what the next level is gonna be like. I know I I've done that. People would reach out to me, whether it was in college or, or post college. Ask me to work out, yeah. Because um, it, it goes a long way, man. I, I just I had to say that because I've I've heard about some guys that have kind of you know big time some people. Yeah. Um, and I'm not calling anyone out, but you know if you're in that position where you have people that look up to you, you know it's about paying the game forward um, because uh, the game has provided so many opportunities for you. Right. And you and you can't take that for granted. So it's just one way to just kind of pay it back, man. Yeah. So I, I had to say that. 
And if you're asking, if you're a player asking, make sure you're already putting in work. Putting in work. Um, and you know the guy who you're asking will tell if you can have if you have actual potential, right? So, you know, sounds bad, but some of you are working hard and you you're not really gonna go far with the game, so they're kind of like, well, I mean. I can give you some pointers, but you know you're probably yeah. There's there's you know, there's levels to it, yeah, for sure. But like Oscon, Oscon was on. Um, I don't remember the episode number, but uh, Oscon did another really good episode, right? There's a saying: you can't move a parked car, right? Like he was he was driving already. He just didn't know which way to go. So right. Scotty Reynolds, who's getting one of the best players in in Virginia history and in our high school, he's the best player in high school's history. Um, was open to working out with him because Ashkan genuinely wanted to improve. And he already had potential, um, and he was super coachable, and uh, he was working hard. Like, he was at the gym all the time. Yeah. And that's another way to get noticed. If you just go to the gym, you never know who's going to walk in, which is why you need to be able to work out on your own without a trainer. If you only go to the gym with the trainer, um, one, you're not in the gym. You're probably in the gym once a week. And if, let's say it's someone who, you know, is is a current player or former player who can help you, say they're in the gym, you know, when you're training with somebody, they're probably going to think, you know, I'm not going to interrupt or, you know, they already got somebody, right? Um, so if you're in the, if you're just in the gym all the time, you, you're there's, there's a good likelihood someone's going to come in that, that can bless you, you know. Um, that, it's amazing to me that kids don't really be coming up to us. Um, you know, obviously they know who we are as far as trainers and stuff, but, you know, not even, like, questions. I know it is. Some of it is just in, they, these kids are more socially awkward, and some of it is just, you know, they may feel kind of intimidated, and, or they just don't know what to say. Yeah, it could be. Because, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, you know, I don't think it's that they're not you know, they're not necessarily interested. Um, you know, they just don't know what to say. Some of it is, well, you know, again, in this social media fake world, if they haven't heard of you, then they try to almost big time. You're like, oh, I'm training with this person or, right. or you know, I don't see you on TikTok or, or Instagram, you know, doing crazy numbers. Um, but, but that's okay. <laughs> that's all right, cause guess what? If you're um, if you're of age, and uh, we've done this multiple times, and and, and 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 you're playing pickup at the gym, we, we might make an we, we might volunteer ourselves <laughs> to uh, to play, an and uh, you won't you you won't forget it. <laughs> you won't forget it. All right. The the last topic as we close out is um, knowing what to work on when you work out. And this is, again, this isn't just basketball. This is this is life. This is in your job, right? Like, you know, whatever, your business, like knowing what you need to do to improve, right? And, and knowing what you need to work on. There are a lot of kids who are in the category of going to the gym often, but they don't really know what to work on. Um, which is... Which is wild to me because there are a lot of trainers who actually give, like on social media, who actually give good pointers, tips. A lot, of, especially if it's TikTok, 
I mean, they're literally telling you like step by step stuff that you can do. Right. Um, now, does that mean that it's the right thing for you to do? I mean, not necessarily, but it's a start because a lot of y'all just go in there, launch up shots that you'll never shoot in the game. Don't go game speed. Do that for, you know, 30 minutes, 45 minutes to an hour. And then, um, and then you just leave. Right. So going back to what we were talking about, it all comes together. What types of <coughs> shots are you going to shoot in the game? Right. What is your role in the offense? Um, and do you like? Do you recall what you what shots you? That's were another thing in the game. That's another thing, because a lot of y'all are, and this is just a mental thing. You're just your brain is moving so fast, and you're not relaxed. That, you know, it's kind of like when you take the SAT or you take this big test, and if someone were to ask you like, well, what was on that test? I don't know. I don't even remember, dog. That's happened to me in college. And I got good grades on some of those tests. If you'd ask me, like, the, you know, how to explain the answer and how I got it, I wouldn't be able to do it because I was just like, I'm just trying to pass the test. So awareness, right? Like, you need to be aware, if, if possible, um, especially these days, it's so much easier to do than back in the day. Like, have your parents film on your phone uh, or their phone. Um, there's Huddle now. Right, which is like a freaking cheat code. Cheat code. For those of you who don't know what Huddle is, it's a, I guess what streaming service where, it's pretty much like on demand of like, I mean anybody can have anybody who who has the ability to record, uh, you know, for what max an hour. I don't know what it is. You have access to that like immediately. Yeah. So for example, high school game. You know, you got a manager recording it. You literally upload it to the Huddle app, and you could break it down, you know, like any kind of uh, video streaming, or not streaming, but video, um, you know, editing service for sports or whatever. Right. And you have it, like, immediately, like, out, like hours later. When we were coming up, you had to have a freaking VH, VHS uh, tape, you know, or a DVD, literally like tapes too. Yeah, I've, literally I've, after a game, I could get a notification to my phone. Oh, the game's up, and I can watch film right then and there. Right, dog. I went. <coughs> it wasn't huddle, but like a couple of kids that uh, I know or, or train, um, their games are on the NFHS, which is the National Something High School Network. I don't know what that stands for. Federation, maybe I don't know, but they. Uh, upload pretty much any high school sport game in in the country if it was filmed and uploaded. Um, so I like looked at the game and like chopped up some clips, sent them to them. Hit you know, here's what you did well, here's what you need to improve on. But uh, my point is, you need to be aware of the shots that you're taking, but also the shots that your coach wants you to take. Because yeah. you may not be shake, you may not be taking. The shots that they want you to take. So, um, now again, we've talked about this. Like, you have some ability to change their mind if you work on the things that, that you need to work on, you know, consistently and then execute it in practice. So, 
Yeah, number one in practice. Keywords and exactly, exactly. Right, you can't just show up in a game and then just start shooting. You know, one-legged fadeaways. Because if you're not doing that in practice or in pickup, you're gonna get pulled. Like that's just that's just the nature of it. Yeah, yeah. So number one, what types of shots does your coach want you to take? Right. Um. Ask them, and then work on it. Number two, what shots are you taking in the game that you have the ability to make, but you're not making them? Right? Like, it could be shots you make in practice, pickup, and workouts. You know, some workouts, but like, if you're missing, if you can make threes, or maybe maybe you're not a great three-point shooter, but you're getting open threes often. I don't know. Whatever, like, whatever shots you're taking in the game and not making or struggling with or not making consistently, work on those. One thing we used to do in college, um, and it made a ton of sense, so every, pretty much like every practice, we called it bolts of lightning. Three minutes on the clock, and you're just shooting threes. Guards had to make a certain number to have, like, a license to shoot threes in the game. Bigs had to make a certain number to have a license to either shoot threes or, like, 15-footers. Simple, right? Like, you have the privilege of, you know, attempting these shots because you've earned it. Yeah. So, uh, whether it's um, saying this to coaches or, you know, players, if you're not making shots in practice, what makes you think you're going to make shots in the game, let alone have the ability to attempt those shots? Right. So... It start. It always starts in practice. Even before that, it starts in your workouts and how you prepare. Because um, eventually, you're, you're, it's going to catch up whether you're making them or you're not. And <clears throat> again, you, you got to have that that mindset of, um, you know, I'm going to do whatever I can in practice to show that coach that it would be a mistake not to play me. And you. you it starts with you being real, realistic with yourself, which a, a lot of people aren't. Um, yeah. When it comes to their, you know, athletic careers, because like, yeah, I can do this, I can do that. Well, are you doing it in practice? Because if you're saying all this stuff, then I mean, either the coach is blind or you're not telling the truth. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> when I when I wasn't playing consistently, my senior year. You know, there were times where I knew I could have helped the team, you know, that I felt like I should have played more. But I never was like, man, coach is this and coach is that. And he doesn't know what he's doing. Um, not not at varsity. My JV coach, 100%. 100%. He he was, yeah, that's a whole other story. But, but wheeling, I, I've always been real with myself. And the best, guess what? The best practice I had... Um, up until, or before I started, the best practice I had was, um, Christmas tournament, um, right before our second game of that tournament. And, um, I had a great practice and I started the next day. I had 20 points. My, literally my best game all season was that, like scoring wise. I don't think I got you to Ferrum. That tournament. 
That tournament, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had a, if I played more the first game, I probably would have made the all-tournament team. Um, I'm still, I'm forever sick of Yeah. Austin, part of it was because, I mean, for those who don't know, Austin started over me uh, as a sophomore. I was a senior. He... We don't need to. Yeah, don't, he, he, just, he wasn't available for that tournament. Yeah, we don't need to. Well, now we can tell. It's a, it's a silly story. Like, one of the most fluke things ever. We're actually about to go to Worldgate to hoop. And I'm pretty sure the bump was crazy that day, too. Like, like Scotty and them might have been back. Yeah. Um, and I'm leaving the front door. I think I was the last one out, but headed to the car. And I just freakishly closed the door on my own uh, pointer finger and my whole nail came off. Like, till this day, one of the most painful things like I've ever experienced. And I don't know how it's possible. I don't know either. No, I'm, I'm not done. Okay. I closed my pinky. I was shutting the door like that. Yeah. Wait, I, the way I did it, I... Super pain, too. It didn't hurt, like, yeah. immediately. It's like, mm, yeah. it starts throbbing. Yeah. Throbbing. But like my joint, like I'm t- like when I tell you, like his nail was gone. the whole nail, like it was clean, clean came off, just started leaking, and I'm like, oh, like this is bad. I look at it, I I can see my nail, and now I'm just leaking, and it just I remember going to the emergency room, just throbbing, like, oh, so painful. I, I mean, I missed what like four games, five games, five or yeah, four or five, four or five games. games, yeah. Um, and that only happened that, to be the tournament. Yeah, where like I mean that there were some college coaches there. That was God looking out for but me. Yeah, that's the only reason why yeah, that happened. Nah, for real. <laughs> for, honestly, if if because if you don't play like that, then I don't get into probably the rotation. Yeah, you don't get in a rotation, and yeah. you know you you don't build. Uh, you know your your. Um, you know your playing time. Yeah. Then, so. So this is sum it up. I, in my opinion, this is just me. This is just purely shot making, right? They're not talking about other components of your game. Just shots offensively that you take, right? The shots that your coach wants you to take, the shots that you can make that you're missing, and then the last priority should be the shots that you need to work on to take your game to the next level, right? That doesn't mean that you... A lot of you do the opposite. Literally, you... You take the shots that you need to work on to, to get to that next level. And that's what you focus your workout on. And then you don't do it in practice. And then you don't do it in the game. Or you try it in the game and then you get pulled. Right? When it needs to be the opposite. Like, you need to figure out what, you know, what your coach wants you to do. And then the stuff that you're missing. And then, you know, then the stuff you need to work on. And then, and then, and then the, the other thing I'll say is, some of this stuff will be position specific, right? And I look at it two ways. What position, depending on where you're at and what your goals are, what position am I playing now? Because I need to work on that stuff, right? To be good at, you know, my role. Um, but what position am I going to play two to three years from now? Whether that's when I'm in, when, if I'm a freshman and I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, all right, what am I going to play varsity? Uh, wise, uh, you know, at, at, at that position, or you may be a junior and senior, um, and you're trying to play in college, and you may be six four, and they have you playing the four because you're the tallest person on the on the on the team. But you may want to play Division two or Division one, so you should probably start working on guard skills. 
Yeah. Right. Isaac so, Johnson was a great example. Isaac six three, maybe. And you know he was a post on our team. He had to be, but you know he was still constantly working on his guard skills, extending out of his shooting range because yeah. he knew at the college level he would have to be kind of that tweener three. Um, he played a little bit of four, but you know he'd be out on the wing. Yeah. So, but he didn't neglect his role on the high school. He still team was a dog in the post. Of I'm gonna have to score in the post. I'm gonna have to guard you know, post players, but I'm still going to work on, you know, looking ahead, what's going to get me playing time at the next level. Yeah. Yeah. So that's simple, you know, what you need to work on. Um, Last thing I'll say is look at people that are in that position that you're in and want to be at, whether it's in college, could be a high school peer, could be an NBA or another pro player. And emulate what. Look at how they play, and, and try to emulate some of that stuff. Somebody needs to just come to watch the kids play in this lifetime. In the championship tomorrow, eight thirty. Actually, not. What'll be passed by the time y'all listen to this? Nah, you're right. Yeah. Episode coming out Thursday. We record on Tuesday. Championship was on Wednesday. And we're about to get this ring. About either one. Yes, sir. Another one. More time. Let's get it. Merry Christmas, man. Yeah, man. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas is on a Sunday. Uh, some of y'all are celebrating Hanukkah right now. If, we, if this was the after dark, I would have uh, repeated Pinky. Merry Christmas. <laughs> We're not going to do that anymore. But seriously, Merry Christmas. Hope y'all enjoyed it. Happy Hanukkah. Um, yeah, this is the best time, man. Me and family love me. I think Zor Zor and Kev celebrate. Oh, alright. Yeah, I think you know what? I think McKellen and them did. Yeah, they do. Am I lying, Nico? I can see that. Um, I, 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 I thought they did. But, yeah, happy morning. Hey, you still clock in, though. You already know. Clock in. I'm in the stew. It's hunting season. Where's the food? We push each other daily. Level up. Cause that's what brothers do. Clock in.